Good day, you're listening to MSB Radio, and this is Lead the Way with actor Samara. Today we chat to a first-time author. Her debut collection of poetry titled The Exposition explores issues of growth, self-love, empowerment, and healing through personal and painful transitional experiences. Her passion and interest towards poetry began in high school, and since then she has earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in English Literature and media cultural studies. In addition to that, an honors in English literature studies from the University of KwaZulu-Natal. And in her spare time, she enjoys crafting, writing blogs, and volunteering as a social media content writer. Kayla Boyce, how are you? I'm good and you, Ekta? I'm well, thank you. So tell us a little more about yourself. What churns the thoughts in your mind? What is the driving force behind your writing? Well, as a writer, I always strived for my work to be authentic and completely honest. So it stems from my own challenges, grief, hardship, and difficult periods in my life. As a poet from a young age, I never intended for anyone to see my work, but it was a artistic outlet for me in the beginning. Um, I started writing when I was 13. So you can see that I never really, from that age, you don't have the confidence to say, I wanna do this, I wanna be this. But later on, as I grew, as I encountered more and more literature, I realized that I also wanted my voice to to matter, to speak to other people through their own painful transitional experiences, as I had to learn to come to terms with my own. And I wanted to be a, a hand pulling people out of the dark of their own circumstances. Okay, and you have a Bachelor of Arts in English, am I right? When would you say your passion for literature began and what ignited it? Well, to be honest, I was a very strange kid. (laughs) Um, My brothers used to love playing outside, but I would always have my nose in a book and that didn't really change as I went on into high school. It's just what I liked to read that changed over the years Um, and specifically more towards the final years of my secondary years I learned to actually appreciate poetry to relate with it and to really understand it. So in terms of when it was ignited, towards the last few years of my secondary years, a love for poetry and for literature was born. And that was one of the decisions and one of the choices I made to continue that love by studying a Bachelor of Arts in English. Media was, it was a safe option, but my real goal was to get a BA in English. Aww. And what kind of books did you enjoy reading back then? Everything and anything. Um, I liked poetry like from Shakespeare 
that's all we were introduced to uh, more or less back in the day. But the more I grew into this, this passion, I actually started exploring and I found um, Maya Angelou, her work really spoke to me, especially her Still, Still I Rise book. That was one of the books that I actually made my parents go out and buy me and I still have it to this day, even though it's collecting dust. <laughs> um, it's something I really gathered inspiration from. It was something that was really profound to me. And who would you list as your top three favorite writers of all time and why? Okay, so I already mentioned the one, Maya. <laughs> and um, second, Nikita Jill and Amanda Lovelace. Now, the second two are more contemporary poets. So they are like from the 2000s up there, but... Um, I found really powerful themes. I found really powerful um, descriptions. And as a, as a teenager, you kind of look for a role model and uh, inspiration to draw from. And they were definitely, they definitely had some impact in shaping um, the kind of woman that I idolized my, for myself to become. And also the type of writing that I wanted to, to really pursue. So poetry is usually personal reflections, but is there a poem or a poet that you admire or have drawn inspiration from? Well, you already mentioned um, Maya Angelou, Nikita Jill and Amanda Lovelace, but is there a particular poem? There's not really a particular poem because I've been, a, I've fell in love with so many of them. Mm -hmm. I don't really, you know, there's so many that I could name, but it's just going to take up so much time. I definitely so get I'm that. Just... It's like asking who is, what's the best book you've read. Like you can't pick, you can't decide, no way. <laughs> like, um, I'll actually tell you about this one experience. So there's a hospice in Peter Maritzburg and I went there once and there were so many books, so many choices. I actually walked out with no books because I was just overwhelmed. I was just like, there's so many choices. There's <laughs> so many possibilities, but it's like, do I like this author? But what if I'm disappointed with this book? So it's kind of the same when someone asks you, what's your favorite book? There's just so many. It just kind of leaves you a bit baffled. Absolutely. I love listening to authors, especially ramble about writing and books. It's so precious and I get it. Like I understand exactly what you mean. <laughs> and like if we had to tell somebody else who doesn't understand it, we'd probably sound crazy, but it's <laughs> something that we all experience. And I love that yeah, one to talk about it. Yeah, we all have something that we are passionate about. Some people are passionate about books. Some people are passionate about music or yes, drawing absolutely. or painting. So 
it's in our passion some the beauty that yeah. we're all suffering for you know it's what brings out the life in us if that makes sense definitely definitely that that is so profound the way that you just explain my thoughts basically like you read my mind <laughs> take us on a brief journey through your debut collection of poetry the exposition and tell us why you picked that particular title okay so the exposition really focuses on transitional experiences grief um heartbreak and navigating your way through them so at first my book was written very subjective and I had to change it at some point because I didn't want it just to be about my story I wanted it to be a story that everyone could relate to so there is a a nameless she in the novel who who navigates difficult circumstances and she finds her voice and her strength through them. So I chose the exposition because the exposition is actually a technical term that's used in literature and also in plays that highlights the introduction to something. So quite literally, it, it provides all the details of the story, the essential bits, the character setting mood that really tell you what you need to know about the story. So I, I thought it was really fitting because my, my anthology is, is really based on and centered around my personal experiences. And so the exposition was a deliberate title um, as an introduction, as a glimpse to my story. And in this, I decided that I wanted people to know about my personal experiences and glimpse at my story, but it's just the beginning. That's also why I chose the exposition as the first book name because the next few books that I will write will tie in, will further elaborate on my story. So it was a hard choice in terms of names. I had other names in mind, but I thought that would be the most appropriate name in terms of giving my story the justice it deserved. That I love that you're already preparing to write more books. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't even read this one as yet. Um, How many? I am preparing. That? Sorry. Oh, uh, no. Sorry. Um, carry on with your question. No. How many poems are in this particular collection? I didn't actually count them. I just know that the book is. 30 pages so it's 30 pages worth of poems mm -hmm. um I think it is 30 poems because more or less the poems are split one per page okay. except one or two poems that take up two pages so would you like to read us a poem from your anthology 
Definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> this is one of my... I like this poem because it's very brutally honest, but it is one of my darker poems. There is, There are other poems in my book that are much lighter and but I think I really chose this one because I wanted to read the most impactful poem from my uh, my collection of poetry so it's called the bleeding nights for all the dark futile nights where the weight of it all rests within the center of her chest the long nights where the sheer volume of her heart cracks her backbone. For every night that the pain beckons to be set free and rips her chest cavity to pieces. For the nights where her undesirable tears are like daggers as they fall like velvet on her skin, piercing her under the midnight sky. For every night where the pain lodges in her throat, trying to find a permanent home there. For the arduous nights, she learns from the sun that each day she must rise. She must battle from dawn to dusk. She must love all her broken pieces so that they cease to cut her when she tries to believe in the hope of new beginnings. As the moonlight bleeds into daylight, she learns to rise like a phoenix from the ashes. There we go, Ekta. That is just oh, one beautiful. of the poems. <laughs> I love thank poems you, thank that you. include the phoenix, that metaphor, because it's so powerful. And no matter how many times you hear, like hear it, it's still like it encapsulates the entire poem and that is beautiful to me I love it so much and the imagery in your writing is outstanding so well done to you, I, you. I really look forward to reading more of your poetry because <laughs> personally I appreciate it I appreciate your poetry I went through your Instagram page and I won't lie I was a little bit jealous at the way oh. that you are <laughs> so articulate I was like oh, this no, girl got know. mad skills <laughs> I mean I wish I wish oh, <laughs> your writing is equally as beautiful I mean like we all have our unique style of writing and the content of yeah. our poetry is based on our personal experiences our feelings and that is what that is what makes poetry as a whole it's so unique every single poem that you read carries the weight of the writer you know so definitely and that's also why I think many writers are afraid to put their work out there because that's a yes. piece of them you know yes it's yes, a, a, absolutely a right. very um, big piece of them like their little book baby that's, yeah it's people, like a, um, yeah. Are, yeah people are afraid of being criticized and um that was also one of the challenges I faced just you know thinking that people were going to criticize my work and for a long time that kept me from actually pursuing my dream 
I understand that a lot, a lot of people, in general, we're always concerned with what people might say, but it really doesn't matter because what's important is that you're putting your story out there. Like I always tell, like whenever I'm having a conversation with somebody and it comes up, there was somebody who told me something like, I was afraid to share my story because it meant so much to me and I felt like putting it out there, it would lose meaning but then there you yeah yeah yes you're right and then she said to me it might hurt you but just getting it out there you don't know who it's helping like even if it helps one person you that is so profound that is so profound so whenever I'm worried about what people might say I think about the one one person that it's going to as you said add value to their life so it's like there are always going to be people who don't have nice things to say but there are also people who do have nice things to say and they are the people who really matter that is so true that is so so true so is your book available for purchase and if so where can it be found and what does it cost it is available on Amazon at the moment and I think it's 70 Rand. I'm just gonna check quickly. I was so high strung okay. about getting this interview right that I forgot no, to check. With the Amazon price. it will depend on the exchange rate at the moment. Yeah, but it's currently listed for about five dollars. Okay. So it's not bad at all. Pretty cheap um okay i can't find it right now that's no problem but yeah it's a, it's about five dollars and that's roughly about 60 70 um in rands okay and is there a difference that you would like your words to make in the lives of those who read them Definitely, definitely. My biggest hope is that my book will, it'll impact others' lives. It will bring them comfort, understanding, new perspective and strength to face their own challenges. And I really want my book to leave people better than when, than where it found them, you know. Um, and my intention for this book is for it to be a hand to hold, a shoulder to cry on, a voice in the silence and a light in the dark for other people because it's not always easy speaking about your experiences to other people. And most of us do find comfort in other things, books, music. So that was really, that is really the difference that I hope that my book will leave with the people that actually do take the time to read it. I have no doubt that it will. People will connect to your words. And as I listen to you um, recite this one poem of yours, it is beautiful. You have a gift and more people need to, well, I wouldn't say receive it, but they need to read your work. They need to appreciate it. There's going to be so, so, so many people that you haven't yet met as yet that are going to fangirl over your work the way that you fangirl over other writers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I believe Thank that. Thank you. 
know, you, you really have talent and I believe in you. What would you say? so much to me. Oh. <laughs> what would you say is the greatest challenge you have faced as a writer? The greatest challenge that I faced as a writer is learning to be open and authentic with myself and also having the strength to say what I need to say, to uncover the parts of myself and the things that are not easy to deal with, the, to become introspective and to be, to be real. Um, and authentic as a writer so that was one of the the challenges that I have faced as as a writer and do you have any advice for our young listeners definitely definitely say to all the young listeners listening out there that you know life is short you need to follow your dreams and not let circumstances of the now keep you from dreaming or keep you from pursuing those dreams you know um i fully believe that every person has a skill set or a talent that was specifically put in their heart the desire to to do something um that makes them happy that makes them feel alive like you were you were saying earlier and you know this this world will come and try and change your vision and make you feel like your dreams are just not worth it or too hard but don't settle you know it's so fulfilling to actually go after what you want to go after and go after your dream and there's in this world the sky is the limit your dreams are achievable all you need to do is keep believing that you can do it and work hard and you know it's not an easy road I'm not wanting to mislead people it's not an easy road but the work that you put in is so worth it it's so fulfilling and, you know, it's important to actually believe in yourself because there's a lot of times where you will feel like this voice, this inner critic in your mind, just trying to kill your dreams and telling you maybe that your work's not good enough or making you compare your work to other people. Sometimes you just got to tell that voice to shush because <laughs> comparison is the killer of dreams you know your talents skills passion they're unique to you and there may may be other people that can do it but your experiences are unique there's no one else that will be able to tell a story like you in this world so maybe you may feel like ah I don't have what it takes yet you may be a rough diamond now, but this world is going to polish you and you're going to get there. You're going to find your way. So as a writer, I really want to just leave that with other people. That, you know, it's possible. 
and there's a lot of hurdles along the way but they are com- they're just there to derail you but you know don't be derailed it'll work out you know thank you so much Kayla before you could go is there anybody you would like to acknowledge or give a shout out to for sure for sure um firstly I'd like to thank my lecturers and teachers along the way that have really put the foundation for me to be where I am right now to help me and shape me in a way that I could actually have the skills to convey my own story. Secondly, I'd like to thank my friends, my family, and my loving partner for being an amazing support structure in all phases and just being so supportive of my journey. And I would like to thank UKZN for just being also supportive of my journey by their recent article that they wrote. And you, Ekta, you and MSC Radio for giving me this amazing opportunity and just letting me speak my story and being a part of my journey. I really appreciate this opportunity and being here is just, it's an amazing opportunity and experience that I really appreciate. Oh, you're an absolute delight. And on behalf of MSC Radio, we wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it, it was a really an amazing interview. And I've had such a pleasure making your acquaintance, not just in this interview, but in real life. Aww, it's been amazing. <laughs> you take care, Kayla. Thank you so much once again. Thank you so much for your time and you take care.